Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Adam Proudman. Adam is in his senior season and is a captain for the Dayton Flyers. Adam's already contributed a lot to the Dayton offense this year and has led to a lot of success. Adam, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. To start, Adam, we've seen a ton of success throughout your collegiate career. But just take us back. How did you end up playing for the Dayton Flyers? Yeah, so coming out of high school, I wasn't a super heavily recruited kid. Um, I was a late bloomer. So by the time I really blew up stature-wise and skill-wise, all the FBS schools really already had their quarterbacks um, and the top-notch FCS schools as well. So I was under-recruited. Um, a lot of guys, a lot of coaches, a lot of uh, colleges didn't come and see me. So I actually had to seek out in universities that I, I wanted to go to or I was interested in. So I ended up with offers from Cornell, Dayton, Harvard, and then I had like a – it was kind of like a preferred from Michigan State, but it didn't really mean uh, – it didn't feel like it meant too much. So my older brother had already gone through the recruiting process with Dayton, so I had known a little bit about it then. And uh, on my official visit when I came down here, I really fell in love with the school, really everything about it, from obviously football to social life, academics, all that kind of stuff. And uh, it was a pretty easy decision when it came down to it. Those were the three things I looked for, and I thought it was A-plus and everything uh, from their side. So it made this decision pretty easy for me. Adam, for those who don't know what role you play on this offense, what is that role? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm used in a variety of ways. I'm used pretty much all over the field. Wing, I've even been used in the backfield as fullback, slot receiver, um, flexed out by myself as a single receiver, um, obviously attached tight end as well. And that's where I am 75% of the time. But I play any role, obviously, that my coach for the week gives, uh, gives me and uh, try to do to, my be- to the best of my ability. But, yeah, I mean, I'm used all over the field in the run game, uh, in the pass game, really. Uh, my role varies week to week, and our coaches do a, a very good job of uh, giving me some variety in our offense. Adam, we talk about the role now as a tight end, but like you hinted at earlier, you played quarterback. How did you end up making that transition to tight end, and had you ever played the position before? Yeah, so I had never – played another position on offense other than quarterback my entire life from probably age eight to uh till I got to college and made the switch so it was a pretty easy transition for me just from an athletic standpoint um I could always move really well smooth mover all that kind of stuff uh always had good hands so that part of it made it really easy uh, and I know how much work I put into my body and the way I work out so I knew I could throw the weight on as well Obviously, the big part of a tight end that I had to really progress at and can, I'm continuously getting better at it and focusing on it is the blocking aspect of it. And But I knew I could get to that point where I could be both dominant in the run and the pass game just because of the way I work and just learning the techniques and continuously drilling it, whether it be in the winter, in the off season or the summer off season, or even in season, just taking your individual time during practice seriously. But I definitely thought, I definitely think that Obviously, the position change was for the best. 
Adam, because this is your senior year, the NFL is in sight. Did you train any differently this offseason than other offseasons? Um, I think this. I trained with the same intent I've always trained with, but there was a focus on more so on just little things to fix, like how I struck on blocking, uh, my feet, uh, stance, putting myself in the best position to be able to move any which direction possible, little things like that, how to attack different man coverages. I would say the only thing that upped and changed really, I mean, was focusing on uh, film a lot more. I studied a lot of other guys, uh, not only for comparison to, my, to myself, but I would study these guys and I'd go read the sky report that people wrote on them and see if what I saw matched up and uh, to see if, you know, I'm looking at the right stuff and I can teach myself correctly. So I'd say studying film a lot more on other guys was a little, the thing that I did a little differently this off season. And we talk a lot with collegiate athletes about guys in the NFL who they take pieces of their game from. Was there anyone in particular that you studied a lot? Yeah. So I don't focus particularly on any single guy in the NFL. I mean, it's pretty easy to want to watch when Gronk was obviously not retired. It was pretty easy to watch him just the way he could dominate both run and pass game. But the guy that this past year I really studied was uh, TJ Hawkinson. And um, I mean, this film speaks for for itself, but dude is so dominant, obviously, in both the run and the pass game and just the, how relentless he is, always going after guys, um, sneaky athleticism, uh, gets gets separation, gets open, all that kind of stuff. So he was definitely the guy that I spent a lot of time on and uh, honestly that I would love to, I'd love to mold my game after um, and try to get it as similar to that as possible. Adam, at what point did it click for you and you start to realize that you can make a huge impact on this offense? Um, really, I'd say my redshirt sophomore year when um, I started to be used in those different roles on offense and just moving me over the, all over the field and how that affected other defenses and just drawing attention away from our other guys and putting it on me uh, to get them open. And I really started to realize that at that time. I mean, my role's even gotten even bigger since since that time. So I'm obviously really fortunate to have a great offensive staff that puts me in a lot of positions to be successful, and uh, I take advantage of of it when my name's called. And what's it like playing under Coach Rick Chamberlain? And can you describe your relationship with him? Yeah, uh, Coach Chamberlain obviously a world class dude. Um, He's great. I mean, he's one of the best leaders I've ever been around in my life. The way people respect him, how he goes about his business, even being, you know, the non-scholarship FCS that we're labeled as. Uh, he treats you like a professional. He tries to make your experience here as close to FBS, big division one FCS school, even as possible. Um, just from any standpoint, traveling, food that they give us, hotels that we stay in, all that kind of stuff. So. He does a great job, and he has an immense amount of respect from everyone, at the, not only on the team but other sports teams. You know, the whole university. So, uh, from that perspective, I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. And then, my relationship with him is very professional. And I mean, it's obviously grown over the years, especially now that I'm a captain. I can go to him about literally anything and talk to him about it. And he's great at taking insight from his players and making changes accordingly to. Uh, the feel that he's getting from the team. So, I mean, we're really, we're we're close, and uh, 
but our relationship is definitely very professional. Adam, what does it feel like to be a captain and what are some of your responsibilities? Yeah, so captains are voted on here by your teammates. So obviously it's a tremendous honor to be recognized by your teammates as one of the captains because we do have another captain, Andrew Luchin, one of our linebackers. And uh, so, I mean, I take a immense amount of pride in it. Uh, it's super special and super meaningful to me and to honestly every single other captain that has ever been through this university. Um, but yeah, I mean, role-wise, I'm the guy who's going to go to go to coach. Obviously, if something's going on with the team, let him know. But the biggest, I mean, it's just a, it's just a huge responsibility. You know, everyone's watching you just that much more closely. Your teammates are because you're the example setter on the team. So, you know, when you got your captain, your your top guys doing all the work, putting in all the work, um, working your tail off, you know, it, it helps other guys feed off of that. And, uh, I mean, it's really for the for the better of the team always. That's your role as a captain. You do what's best for your guys um, and your program. So, definitely, responsibility-wise, that's what you take on. And, um it's a great, great role to have on the team. And Adam, in addition to being team captain, you've been named the PFL Academic Honor Roll four times. What's it mean to get those types of honors? Uh, it definitely means a lot. It shows you know you can focus on different things and excel at different things as well. And I'm an engineer, electrical engineer, so obviously it's not very easy, you could say. So. Um, you know, being able to really balance 20 hours of football, 20 plus hours of football a week or whatever it is, and uh, how many ever hours of classwork you got to do each week and how rigorous it is, you know, it means a lot. It just that balance and having balance in your life, being able to do several different things at a high level is definitely something I've always taken pride in. And uh, that's just how I was raised by my parents. What went into your decision to major in electrical engineering? I've always been interested, obviously, in problem solving. So that would be the big thing. But I was raised – my dad was an electrical engineer as well, so that definitely had some influence on it. Uh, obviously, in no way, shape, or form was I forced, but it definitely – my eyes – like, I got exposed to it as, as, at an early age, and just it was it was just always around. So uh, I, was, I got super interested in it, and then obviously – gone through with it here at the University of Dayton and uh, the program here is great you know you learn so much and it, it really gives you so many opportunities um, from a job perspective obviously um, that's not my first priority right now uh, with football but it does open up it does have, give you those opportunities and uh, for other students as well here you know they experience the same thing so engineering is uh, is definitely an important part of my life and I dedicate a lot of time to it being a senior final year of college football NFL oh obviously a dream of many what would you want scouts or GMs to know about your game just how versatile I am you know uh, you can move me anywhere I'm not going to feel uncomfortable in any situation uh, that you put me in uh, I'm a relentless worker you know, and I think that shows up on film in the run game, just going after guys, obviously can always be better technique wise in the run game, but 
one of the most important things is showing that willingness and understanding of run lanes and all that kind of stuff. And I think I do, I believe, I know I do that on film. Um, I'm just a relentless worker and um, I fill any role that anyone wants me to, you know, that role here being, you know, the guy that's getting the ball all the time kind of thing, but you know, I, I do whatever I can to help the team. I'm a true team guy. All I really care about is the success of the team. If it means I have to catch 12 passes in a game to win or two passes in a game to win, I don't really care. Winning is really the only thing that I care about. So whatever way to help any team, I'm all for, and that's what I'll do. If you could be trained by one player currently in the NFL or retired, who would it be and why? Hmm. I would say – I would say Gronk, just the – like I mentioned how he uh, he can do both. You know, he's he was so dominant in the past game, and he really learned how to use his body and how physical he was at the top of his route. But he also had that that quickness in him to create that separation and break away. And, uh, you know, obviously he did it for a long time at a high level, so he knows the little ins and outs. And then from a, from a blocking perspective, you know, he was – super physical guy um very technique sound and uh learning from a guy like that would be absolutely incredible and i know it's a little premature but have you had any thoughts about signing an nfl contract and what you'd want to do with a signing bonus um (laughs) no honestly not really um you know it takes a lot to get to that point i'm really just focused on the process and being present and taking it day by day. So honestly, no, I have not really thought about what I'm going to do with my, with my signing bonus, but I'm a pretty frugal guy. So a lot of that will, a very heavy, heavy majority of that will be going directly into the bank. Do you have any career aspirations that once your football career is over? You know, I obviously, like, you kind of think about it, but it hasn't really been a worry of mine. Like I said, I'm kind of just living in the moment right now, being present, but it depends on how long you're in the NFL and all that kind of stuff. I would love to obviously stay around the game. Football is my passion and uh, what I love to do. Uh, it's a huge part. I mean, it's, it's who I am. Uh, everything I do is revolves around football. So, um, you know, it's, I, I would love to stay around the game. Uh, as long as possible. And Adam, for our last question, for any rising high school football player, what is one piece of advice you could give to them? One piece of advice I'd give to them is really just whatever program you show up at, you know, pick a school that's just as into you as you are into it because ultimately what you put in, the buy-in you give to any program, uh, you know, that's what you're going to get out of it. If you don't really, if you don't really care about the program, if you don't want it, you know, if it's just like, Oh, it's the big school that came in with the most money and you just pick it because of that reason. And you don't really have an emotional tie to it. You know, it's not going to give you the same as you would, as it would if you were so just emotionally tied into it. And uh, I think that's super important. And that's, I mean, I based a lot of that on my decision as well. And I would never change where I went to school for the end of the world. That was Adam Troutman from the Dayton Flyers. We really appreciate your time and good luck the rest of the way. 
Thank you. Appreciate it.